Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022, and today we're reading from the big book. We're in Chapter 11, and we're on page 164, the second paragraph. We're reading through three sentences only, starting with, our book is to be suggestive only, ending with, God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. And today's readers are, and thank you for your service, 12 Steps, Sally B., 12 Traditions, Terry J., and reading the text are Chris M., Anne-Marie M., and Barbara E. is our backup. The newcomer greeter is Karen W., and the host of the second hour is Chris G. The reference numbers for Thursday, February 3rd, 2022, are for the 7 a.m. meeting, 18,503. That's 18503. And for the 10 a.m. is 18,504. That's 18504. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive eating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Sally B. to read the 12 steps. Thanks, Katie. Um, thank you for your service. My name is Sally B, and I'm calling in from Chicago, Illinois. The 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. We, it, number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Number two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Number three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Number four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Number five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Number six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Number seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Number eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Number nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Number 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Number 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And number 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result, 
excuse me, of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Sally B. I will now ask Terry J. to read the 12 traditions. Hi, my name is Terry J. And I'm a compulsive obsessive overeater. The 12 traditions. One con- our, sorry, number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Number two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise Less problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, Terry J. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing, excuse me, to the um, topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book, and we're on page 164, the second paragraph, which starts with, our book is meant to be suggestive only, and we're reading three sentences only, ending with, God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. 
and we'll comment on those three sentences only. And I will ask Chris M. to begin reading. Good morning, Katie. This is Chris M., uh, Chris with a K, and I'm from Ontario, Canada, uh, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Um, our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. So um, this is a paragraph that we read every day, and it's interesting just to break it down into only the three sentences. Um, I like uh, the line, our book is meant to be suggestive only, um, and that's something that is repeated throughout um, the book from the beginning all the way to this page on 164. Um, you know, it is suggested that we do certain things, uh, which, I mean, means that we really should be doing them, but it is listed as a suggestion. Um, and I really love how it says we realize we know only a little. And when you when when I think back to when this book was first you know, written back in 1939. I mean, there's we know so much more now than we knew when the book was written. So it was really, they really did have no idea. They had no idea how far this was going to reach and the recovery that was going to happen. But we still only know a little. And then God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. I find that sentence really interesting because... Um, although I'm fairly new, um, still in recovery, a year and a half, um, every time I read from the big book or from any liter literature, um, there's always something new that's revealed every single time. And there's always, you know, messages um, from my higher power, um, from others speaking, from shares. Um, but every time I read this, there's something new that comes out, even though this is a paragraph that we read every single day. So um, thank you for letting me share and for doing service. And I hope everyone has a wonderful day. And thank you all for your service. Thank you. I will pass. Thank you, Chris M. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. So if you... Um, if you'd like to share, please press star 1 to unmute and give me your first name and the first initial of your last name. Nancy Charles R. H. Nancy R., Charles H. Pedro B. E. U. K. Pedro B. Um, was that Liz from the U.K.? Yes, that was. Okay, Liz E. from the U.K. Who else? Lisa N. from Wisconsin. Lisa M. I can take a couple more. Okay, well, let's get started with those Good morning. Um, five. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I can't hear. I didn't hear your first name. Faye. Faye from Massachusetts? Yes. Okay. Anyone else? Good morning. Yeah. Good Barry morning, Kathy. 
Okay, Nancy, I mean, I'm sorry, um, Janice PM and Terry. Yes, thank you. And Terry um, K. J. J, sorry. Okay, let's no stop there. Yeah. Okay, I have Nancy R, Charles H, Pedro B, Liz E, Lisa M, Faye from Massachusetts, Janice PM, and Terry J. Go ahead, please, Nancy R. Thank you. Followed by Charles. Thank you so much. My name is Nancy R. Uh, from Indiana, and uh, I'm a grateful recover compulsive overeater. And uh, uh, these two words have never been stated. If uh, the more I work with people, like it says on page 89 about getting immunity from drinking by doing intensive work with other people, and as I take uh, sponsees through the steps, every time my understanding just grows and grows. Things that I've read for years, I've been in the program since the mid-70s, and things that I have read over and over take on a new meaning. So working with others, for me, has been the key to being truly recovered and truly understanding um, the program, I recognize that I that even now, even though I've been in the program many years, I still know only a little bit. But what I know is so precious. What I know has saved my life, and what I know has given me life. And it's such a joy to share uh, the information that I have been given with another suffering human being. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Any opportunity that I get to share this message, it's a small payment for the joy and the relief that I have been given. I've been relieved of 100 pounds since 1993. That's nothing short of a miracle. Uh, Even I have a heart. My doctor always says, you know, Nancy, most people that lose that amount of weight gain it back within a year or two. You're really something. And I, I said, no, I'm not there. There are millions like me in the world. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much, Nancy R. Um, Charles H., you're up, followed by Pedro B. Thank you very much, Katie F., for your service. Charles H., I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I want to drill down where it says, um, God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. So, you know, there's, there's many discussions on, on how long, you know, people uh, take to uh, work the steps. You know, we hear work the steps like our hair's on fire. Um, there's certain places in the big book that says that. God will, but the word constantly really shows something to me. You know, the other day somebody said something online, and, and I laughed because I remember being there, right? You know, this is not over analysis anonymous. This is overeaters anonymous. And let me just uh, reiterate what, what, what the moderator says. Anyone can share. Get over, your, get over your jealousy of other people. Get over the fact that these people are exposing themselves to help other people. Get over that. Get over your self-centeredness. Get over your self-absorption. We realize we know only a little bit. You know, and you're going to hear some old-timers come on the line and say, you know, this, is, this program is suggested. And you're going to hear them say, like, it's suggested to open a parachute 
when you jump out the plane for any whatever reason you jump out the plane, right? Stop loitering with no intention to recover. You know, it's so funny that people with the most opinions analyze um, how, how to help them or, or what people are doing here. This is life and death. This ain't no, you know, this ain't a stage. This is a platform. You know, I need to try to carry the message. And I don't get a lot of phone calls, and that's okay. That's all right. But the ones I get, I cherish it. And the little I know and the little we know on this line, we give it freely. The little I know constantly keeps me coming back. I'm so grateful for the little I know. Because the little I know, if I match it with the little you know, and the little everybody else know together, we learn more, and constantly God discloses more to me. And with that, I pass. I'm just so fired up and excited to disturb somebody to stop analyzing Overeaters Anonymous. And, and, and another thing, too, there's no such thing as a Vision for You way or a Vision for You sponsor. This is a big book study, and it is saving lives. And that's the attraction rather than promotion. And with that, I pass. Okay, Charles, thank you so much. And Pedro B., it's your turn, followed by Liz E. Morning, everybody. My name is Pedro B. I live in San Bernardino, California. Happy to be here. Thank you, Katie, for your service. Thank you, everyone, for being on the line. Um, so it says the first uh, sentence, our book is meant to be suggestive only. And I'm really grateful that uh, this is my book. This is our book, you know. And uh, so uh, I become a part of, you know, and I'm really grateful for that. And then we realize we know only a little. Now I'm part of the team, we. And this is a we program. Right? It's not an I program. If I could figure out how to stay, you know, how, how to do this program, how to, uh, I, w- I wouldn't need to come to meetings. I wouldn't need to carry the message. I wouldn't need to do any of this stuff. I know. This is part of my first step. I try, and I try, and I try, and I, I was never able to do it myself. So I need you, you know. I need you people, you know. Uh, I need God, you know. Um, and uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to know that today, you know, that uh, the fact is that I have never been able to do this. The fact is that God is doing for me what I have never been able to do for myself. And I'm grateful for that. So it says God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. You know, for me, this is a daily program. Every day is a day where I try to connect because for me, it's like you people have taught me it's all about connection, being connected to my God as I understand my God, being connected to the steps, to the program, being connected to my sponsor, being connected to the fellowship, being connected to the suffering overeater. You know, if I'm not connected, I'm all by myself. And, you know, that's how I got to my bottom. Self-will. My self-will got me to my bottom. So what makes me think that my self-will is going to get me out? No, it never has. It never will. So I, I will continue doing what's working for me, what's working for us. 
and it's and it's for me it's very basic. It's a daily time. Today's the day that I pray for willingness to be abstinent. Today's the day that I pray to my God as I understand my God to direct my thinking, my words and my actions. Today's the day I take connected with this power with with my sponsor and with you people. Today's the day that I clean house, trust God and help others. Today's the day that I do this program. And for that I'm grateful because today is connected to tomorrow. Thank you for letting me share. Okay, thank you, Pedro. Lizzie, you're up, followed by Lisa M. Good morning. Liz E for Elegant, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in the United Kingdom, in sunny Bristol in the Southwest. Thank you to everybody for your service today. Oh, wow, what a beautiful paragraph, and um, just such an honor to be able to speak today. Um, Our book is meant to be suggestive only. It's just such a gentle book, but also very, very clear. And for that, I'm really grateful. It's just written um, by God, isn't it, this book? It's just amazing. And we realize we know only a little. Wow, that is so true. And I am learning day after day after day that I know only a little, but that is okay but I have to plug into God. It's like, you know, I've got, I'm the light bulb. I have to put it in that socket in the ceiling to be able to get light in my sitting room. And if I don't plug it in, the day goes really off. And I've had a few difficult days this week. And today I've just canceled everything. And I'm privileged to have the flexibility to do that because I just needed to stop and plug in and engage in more program. Um, I heard a quote that Gandhi said, if I've got a difficult day, I need to pray. I need to spend more time meditating, not just an hour, but at least an hour and a half. And that is me. I have to do more program activity when life gets difficult. And often I think, well, I haven't got time. I haven't got time. But the, the challenge is, and God discloses to me that he wants me to succeed, but if I don't talk to God, I don't succeed, and I need to be connected. I need to hold God's hand every day through every step of the way, and I was just really frightened about a few things at work, really scared about my level of incompetence, and you know what? God gave me some really beautiful people to work with yesterday who I was able to say, I really feel a bit frightened. I don't know how to do this thing. And they said, we'll show you. And then I was able to practice it a number of times. And they said, we'll support you. And, you know, one of them came and tapped me on the shoulder and said, you've got it, Liz. How amazing is that? And God gave me that opportunity. I wasn't due to work there yesterday. It is amazing. And See to it that your relationship with him is right. It is the most important thing. I talked to a few fellows this week about other stuff, and I know we talked about the our main dilemma is a lack of power. So anything that I'm having difficulty with, it always goes better if I pause, pray, and spend time listening to God. Time, please, Liz. 
Thanks a million. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you, Liz. Okay, Lisa M., you're up, followed by Faye. Hi, Katie. This is Lisa, uh, Lisa N. in Wisconsin. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we hear you great. Okay. Katie, my last initial is N for Nancy. Oh, N for Nancy. Okay, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, um, Lisa here, and I'm a little COVID-y in Wisconsin, but I've got a higher power here this morning with me and um, all of you, so I'm doing all right. And um, the thing I thought of this morning when I woke up, I said to God, I said, well, I'm going to be on vision this morning. I said, what do you think you want me to say? And um, it was so funny because this song popped into my head and God talks to me in songs a lot. And um, so I, I was, I said, well, you know, I thought that popped into my head, but, you know, maybe I'm reading this wrong. I said, I guess it'll depend on what, what is read this morning. And um, when, when I heard God will constantly disclose more to you and to us, I just thought, oh, yeah, you're disclosing to me. And so I'm just going to briefly say the lyrics because they're beautiful and they're, they're right on. Um, it's uh, open my eyes that I may see glimpses of truth you have for me. Place in my hand the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee. Ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes, illumine me, spirit divine. And I hope you guys have a beautiful day, and thank you so much for sharing, for letting me share. Have, have a good day, everybody. Bye now. Okay, thank you so much, Lisa M. And now we have Faye from Massachusetts, followed by Janice P.M. Good morning. I hope you can hear me. We can hear you. Yeah. This is my first time sharing, but I was called to share this morning because this paragraph speaks so clearly to me about putting in order what is most important, and that is first is my relationship with God and take care of myself. And when I do that, I then can be of service to others. That's what this program has shown and continues to remind me each day. I appreciate the chance that have been already brought forth, and I thank you for your service. And I am so grateful that I can hear this meeting every morning while I'm at the gym taking care of my body so that I can be in the right mind to do God's will. And I pass. Thank you, Faye. And Janice PM, you're up, followed by Terry J. And then we'll open it up for more shares. And we're on page 164, the second paragraph, reading the first three sentences. Go ahead, Janice. Well, good morning to you, Katie F., even in your, on your vacation. Our work never stops. Yes, um, I am Janice P.M., recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to just um, talk about the word suggestion again. 
Um, you know, when somebody suggested, suggests something to me, it, somebody before uh, mentioned the word gentle. It's gentle. However, it's gentle in the way that, you know, if you want to recover, if you want to change, if you want to have a spiritual awakening, we suggest, they didn't put highly, but, you know, we suggest highly. If you want to change and you want to weigh out, do this program of recovery in this book. Now, what is implementing the program of recovery? Well, it's the 12 steps. Somebody said, where's the 12 steps in the, in the big book? Well, the whole book is the 12 steps. They're starting from the doctor's opinion. So, you know, and nobody's telling me or us what to do. What a wonderful way it's suggested. Well, you know, when somebody is suggested, uh, they're not pointing the finger because I'm a, you know, I'm an addict and I don't want to be told what to do. But if you suggest it, you know, you're going to get a result. Maybe I'm ready to try. Well, at this point in our, our program, we're ready. Why are we ready? Because we forget we've tapped into our power greater than ourselves. This is a volunteer army. You know, we're fighting. What are we fighting for? For our life and to serve another person. So we, he will show you. He will show you. You know, imagine. It's a promise. It's a promise. We, don't, we can sit back and take it easy and just continue helping others and, you know, doing the suggestion of the steps because God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Don't forget, in 1939, there was 100 pioneers that wrote this book. They knew only a little. Like when we first came in here, like I first came in here, I knew only a little. It started with being abstinent, getting a food plan, but that was the beginning. That was the easy part. <laughs> now, the other part, it just comes. It comes because God is out my employer now. So there's going to, you know, I'm going to be restored to a new attitude in my mind. So this is like a spiritual kindergarten, you know, when you first come in, you know. But the first relationship must be, for me, with him. That access to that higher power through the program of recovery, the 12 steps. So, you know, we don't have to worry. I'm not doing myself well. Um, access to a power that is greater than me, that is going to help me carry the message, you know, and I'm going to learn and learn and learn. Kindergarten, we're just learning. So the steps, the program, if you, if you want to recover, you know, he's taking Time, us. Time, please, Janice. Sure, thank you. Taking us on a spiritual journey. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Janice. Okay. Terry J, you're up. Good morning again. This is Terry J in Michigan. Grateful to be on the line. Grateful to have heard all the shares. Uh, grateful to be stepping out and utilizing this phone line meeting. I, I'm just listening to the shares that have went before me and as I begin to look at my program and where I'm at, 
and what's been getting in my way, you know, of remaining abstinent. And so what I'm hearing is from the shares, from my fellows and from God, is that i got to get out of my own way. I've got to completely surrender. To get to this point on page 164, I have got to totally surrender everything, uh, everything that is getting in my way. Now, uh, and all of that, it's not even just about the food. It's about other behaviors. There are other things that I want to still control. I want to control it. You know, the food is really just a symptom of our disease. All that other underlying stuff is what, you know, that hidden stuff that sometimes I don't want to share about, because I can't put this on nobody but me, that I don't want to share about, you know, the disappointments, the hurt feelings, that little girl that's still on the inside that feels some kind of way, you know. So I'm grateful to be stepping out today and asking for help, working with my sponsor, making some calls, outreach, all the things that are suggested that I'll say, well, I don't have time, I got this, I got that, I don't have time to share on the uh, vision meeting because I'm getting ready for work, and it's only three minutes. Three minutes are not going to make me or break me that I get a chance to open up and say the things that are bottled up down on the inside. So I'm grateful for vision. I do understand the importance of attending meetings. My credits don't transfer from another program, so I don't talk about no other program here. I'm grateful to be getting ready to embark again at the beginning of the book and to be able to go through it with vision and with my sponsor. And actually, my sponsor and I are at Bill's story right now. And so I'm identifying characteristics of Bill that are my characteristics, too, because it don't matter whether it's food or alcohol. The disease is the disease. So I'm just grateful this morning, and thanks for letting me share. Everybody have an abstinent, blessed day. Thank you, Terry J. Right on time. Okay. so. As I said, we're in the second paragraph on page 164, reading the first three sentences. And if you haven't shared on Thursday or Wednesday, who would like to share? Anita Jack 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 Marie M. M. Jack W. Linda D. Jennifer C. Joe A. Donna G. Victoria L. Let me tell you. Let me tell you who I got, um, and there was a man in here that I missed. Okay, I have Anita, L, Anita J, Anne-Marie M, Linda D, Jennifer J, Joe A, Victoria L. Is that correct? And Jack, Jack w. w. Okay, thank you, Jack. I think it's Jennifer C. I could be wrong. Okay, okay Jennifer C. Okay. Devorah F. Anybody? Oh, and Deborah, I can hear you. Okay. Jennifer C. and Deborah F. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, I think that's all we're going to get. We may not even get all of you. So, um, Anita J., please get started, and followed by Anne Marie M. Uh, good morning. Can you, you can hear me, right? 
Yes. Okay. This is Anita J. in uh, Massachusetts. Um, recovered through the grace of God and meetings like this, primarily this one, though, because I heard the truth here. We keep reading the truth, and this this wonderful ending throws out two things that I've always believed in. I lived out of. I didn't. I didn't know I believed it, but I lived out of um, the opposite of. We realize we know only a little. I couldn't face it. I didn't know a little. I thought you're supposed to be born with it all, and I would never ask for help. Even though I could tell some people had answers, I couldn't ask. That kept me everlasting ignorant, you know, unable, unable. But the other piece that I really love is he will disclose more to me and to you, and I constantly disclose it. But I always wanted to know. You know, I'm surprised that when I read a novel, I don't read the last chapter first. It's like, I want to know, how's it going to be? How am I going to be? That isn't how God works. On a need-to-know basis. And, you know, that has been a comfort. Once I surrendered all these things that got me nowhere for decades, once, once I really took that stuff out of my ears, what is it, cotton? What, I don't know. I got the truth, and the truth really set me free. It's um, and this is only the first three sentences. The first sentence. This is such a book. Uh, keep reading it, Anita, and everyone else. And I pass. Thank you, Anita. Okay, Anne Marie M, you're up, followed by Linda D. Good morning. This is Anne Marie M in South Carolina. Um, through God's grace, uh, gratefully uh, abstinent, gratefully recovered through God's grace. He's um, taken the the compulsion to to want to eat away from me. Um, you know, and I always introduce myself, you know, saying that it's through God's grace because I easily forget that God has done this for me, and it's not me that's that's done done this. Um, you know, as as it was talked about earlier, um, that I learn so much through my sponsees. I every time I go through the book, I learn more and more, and I so appreciate my sponsees. I so appreciate working with others, working with another um, suffering compulsive overeater. It helps me so very much. And this morning in my prayer and meditation. Um, I, I was writing that I was nervous about signing up for February to be a reader. And the message that I got back was that, Anne-Marie, this is not about you. This is not about being an ego. You know, that was already mentioned earlier this morning. It is about you, Anne-Marie, speaking, my, giving my message. You know, I'm using your voice. It has nothing to do about you, about how much you know, or it's just sharing your experience, strength, and hope. So I need to take that ego out of out of that. You know, uh, you know, I was I was fearful, but the fear was about my ego and not performing right. So it says um, God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. So God speaks through me. 
And the other thing that um, I have to remember that my number one relationship needs to be with God and is with God. And the days that I don't spend the time is uh, days that are horrendous to me. Believe me, if you saw me the other day, I, I got out of bed and went running and uh, didn't take the time. And boy, I was flipping. <laughs> I was not a, a happy capper, not not what I would want to be a representative of, you know, represent being a recovered compulsive overeater. And so um, I really need to take that time. So, um, you know, this book is suggestive. I take it very, very, um, it's very, very important to me, and I take it very seriously. And God does disclose to me when I ask. You know, I know that's the next sentence, but I, you know, if I don't guess, ask, I don't get. And so it's really important for me to spend that time with God, asking him to direct me, give me an intuitive thought, a decision. And I need it. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Linda D., you're up, followed by Jennifer C. Hi, everybody. Good morning. It's Linda D., recovered, not cured in Connecticut. I am, wow. Um, It's the 4th of January, 2022, and um, I woke up. Did I realize today, the fourth, did I realize today I know only a little? Fortunately, I did because I woke up at 3.30, not the best time to wake up in Connecticut, but I woke up then and I'm in uh, a sun porch and I'm sorting laundry and I heard God say, are you crazy? It was from within me. And I just went, oh, you're so right. What the heck is going on? And what the heck is going on is uh, I don't feel so good. I've been doing a blizzard for like, it feels like a month, but it isn't. Anyway, but I'm so grateful because uh, God is constantly disclosing more to you and to us. And the way I do it. I do it because I don't want to die an ugly death because I lived an ugly life all the time I was active. Not all the time. I did some things right, but I was always had a knife in my gut because I was terrified. I don't have to be terrified now because I can talk to God. That's called praying by some people. I just talk and I can listen. Well, where is God? I wouldn't know. I found out by doing this program, these steps, this book, God is within me. Of course, God is in immensity within the universe, within all of you and all th- all things, all people, all animals. There's one power. I wouldn't know that. That would be theory in a book. I know it now because I talk to it, he, she, and I listen to it. I surrender. I give up. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. What did you say to do next? I would sound like an idiot to some people. I'm a grown-up. I went to a university. I must know something. Not much. Ask. What do you want me to do next? What do you want me to do next? And I have to surrender and ask for the courage to surrender because I'm going to be learning new stuff 
over and over. It's new stuff. It's new to me. It might not be new to you, but it's new to me. And one thing is to expose the fear and the shame that I went through, that I go through, sometimes just being human. How do you be human and have a relationship with an infinite love? Because that's what God is. And I know that for sure. Even if I'm Time, scared, please. I pass. Thank you, Linda. Jennifer C., you're up, followed by Joe A. Hi, good morning. Uh, Jennifer C., recovered, Greenville, South Carolina. Um, so the line that stuck out, obviously, there's only two, but God will constantly disclose. Um, that word disclose, share secret information, new information. Um, I need new information every day. Like, I need new thoughts. I need a new perspective. I need new prayers to pray. I need new direction. Um, I need new constantly, right? And the thing is, when I don't take that time, when I don't prioritize that morning meditation, I suffocate myself spiritually, like seriously. And I forget that I need constant renewal. And recently I experienced this. Um, You know, I used to act out with food, you know, that used to be my number one way to say, you know what, screw this, I'm eating. Um, Today I know that, that that's not an option, right? I've been restored to sanity, but all the little ways that my disease will get in and say, well, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Um, when I don't spend that time, I don't get the new thoughts and the new information. I get stuck in my old ideas, which is a very, very dangerous place. Um, I've been asking God for a new experience with steps one, two, three, right? Um, and how can I get that after all the podcasts and after all the workshops, right? Like, how can I get a new experience? Of course I can get a new experience because it's God, right? Like God's always got new material. Um, and when I wake up, I'm without power. I am without power. But here's what I have the power to do. I have the power to make a decision. And it's the most important decision in my life today. And it is a decision to turn my will, which is everything I have, right? We think of a will when someone dies, like everything they own is in that will. And here's what they want to do with it. Here's who they want to give it to, right? Well, I have a will. And I want to give it to God today because nothing else works. Nothing else works. My primary purpose today is, God, please give me the wisdom to accept what I cannot change and the courage to keep my own house in order. Because guess what? This paragraph tells me I can't transmit what I don't have. So if my primary purpose is to give things away to other people and to be of maximum service, then I must keep my own house in order first, which always starts with this prayer meditation. And I just want to say I have a new love and adoration for this time in the morning because I can get so stuck in my old ideas without God disclosing new ones to me. So thankful for this program and all of you. With that, I pass. Thank you so much. Okay. So now we have... um, 
Joe A, followed by Victoria L. Hi, this is Joe A. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, what, I, you know, I've been looking forward to this paragraph. Um, uh, I've heard it so many times, sometimes it's just rote. So I, I really am grateful to the committee for breaking it down to just the first three sentences, taking it a little bit word by word. Uh, what really jumped out at me was the, um, the humility which uh, the writers wrote and to us. They're, they're saying to me that they still have so much to learn. Um, they, they said it in the second sentence, we know only a little, but they're willing to continue to, to grow. They could have stopped more, um, that God will constantly disclose more to you but they added into us. And that, that just jumped out as um, how humble they were and wanting to share this message. Um, 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 the other thing, uh, I came into this program when only the big book was available to us many, many years ago, only the big book and the um, AA 12 and 12. And so when God led me to vision, it wasn't anybody that told me about vision, it was God. And um, so to find that these were, um, folks who love the big book are devoted to studying the big book. It was, you know, truly part of my spiritual journey, which I've been on. And um, uh, so I get all these pearls of wisdom from um, all of you today, especially um, really great shares. And um, um, just uh, so grateful to be here. And I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Victoria L., you're up, and followed by Jack W. Hi, good morning. This is Victoria L. Can you hear me? Yes, great. Okay, great. Hi, good morning, everyone. I'm Victoria L., I'm a compulsive overeater, recovering in Muncie, Indiana. And, you know, I don't share on this line very often because it's so intimidating to try to get in amongst the 40 or so people that share on a regular basis. And It'd be really interesting to see if some of those people stepped back, you know, more than once every two days so that the other 400 of us on the line get a chance to share more often. And, um, you know, I'm on day 38 today after 10 years of nonstop relapsing. And I really want to address the thing on suggestions because all of us in this program are recovering from the same thing. We are recovering from the disease of compulsive overeating. There are no experts on compulsive overeating and Overeaters Anonymous, unless you happen to be a, uh, you know, um, a tenured psychiatrist or something. And so when someone works with me with the steps, you know, what really resonates with me really, really deeply is when they share themselves and their heart with me from a place of vulnerability, love and compassion, this is what worked for me. This is what didn't work for me. You can consider this, Victoria. But, um, you know, if you go down that path, you might find it's not going to work for you. What doesn't work for me is when people sponsor me from a place of controlling demands, non-negotiable requirements, and inflexibility. And there are sponsors on this line who will tell sponsees, because you're, you need to be willing to go to any lengths, when they say jump, you should say how high. And I am here to tell you, for the newcomer who's still suffering, um, that is a very sick person who's just really trying to control your life. And you can find a sponsor that works for you, and you can find recovery. 
And, you know, it says three times in the big book, faith without works is dead. And what does that mean? That means this is a constant program of action. We have to do the action. And I will tell you, I, I am the kind of person I want to be the A-plus student in Overeaters Anonymous. I want to do it perfectly. For 32 straight days, I did everything my sponsor asked me to do, and I reworked 10 steps in 30 days. And I didn't do one thing right, and that sponsor unleashed like hell on me on the phone. And I almost walked away from Overeaters Anonymous per- permanently. And then I found a sponsor who was able to like really hear where I'm coming from and help guide me from a different place of love and compassion and understanding. And I'm, and I'm slowly but surely recovering. Do I have it perfectly? No. Do I always follow the suggestions perfectly? No. I'm a human being. And, you know, it talks about spiritual progress, not spiritual perfection. But if a sponsor is asking you to follow the program from a place of absolute perfection, there's something wrong because we're human beings on a human journey. And, um, Time, you know, and we have, thank you. I'll just wrap up with this. We have to find our own way. And if someone carries us through our mistakes, we're never going to get the program. So thank you so much for letting me share. Have a blessed day, everyone. Okay, that was Victoria L. And Jack W., you have two minutes, please. And I'm sorry, but Deborah, if you could possibly stay for the second hour, that would be great. Sorry, we didn't have time for you. Hi, it's Jack W. I'm in Florida. I was just, um, you know, in my head and listening to everybody's beautiful shares this morning. And uh, and the the sentence, God will constantly... disclosed to you and to us um so god speaks through you people and i've and i'm a witness to that this morning and i was thinking my wife does child care at church on for thursday night bible study and she came home last night and these two little girls they're they're third grade to fifth grade and one one came in and full of life tiny little thing just her mouth no fear and uh but there was another girl who came in she sat at a table by herself and as Brenda watched people come in nobody came and sat by her and she was in tears on the playground because she didn't have a playmate she was all by herself and I just have a a soft heart for that and uh because I'm uh, because I'm an introvert, and uh, but you know I and I was thinking about my relationship with God. It's a personal thing, and he that's what God wants is just uh, me to have a relationship with Him. So I looked up the word conscious in this little big. It's a little dictionary. It's called the AA. Uh, little dictionary for the big book they're three bucks but it says under consciousness it says aware person personally felt aware of by thought or observation so even i just finished the steps a couple of weeks ago but just even before i started and during i was still trying to live in 10 11 and 12 that discipline keeping my channel open when i screw up to Uh, what God has to say to me and uh, so I really want to practice this morning when I do it I hadn't done it yet to to ask God to direct my thinking 
and to be conscious of what he has to share. Thanks, everyone. Jack, Jack W. Thank you, Jack. Okay, and thank you to everyone who shared. And please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. And the share ID for today, February 4th, 2022, 7 a.m. meeting is 18,507, 18507. And we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Anne-Marie M. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Hi, this is Anne-Marie. Um, through God's grace, recovered from compulsive overeating. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as we trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.